I was dying to ask you about the effects of stressing and how this works on stressing. I know the answer, but, and, and, and Ab jumped in before I could say anything, but you hit it. You, you, you just went down stressing and how valuable this product is in dealing with things that you have no control over. And you're inevitably going to run into problems. And you can't predict it. Yeah, you can't stop it. It's it's nature. And it, or in human condition, we call it a Mrs. Murphy. Because Mr. Mr. Murphy's bad, but Mrs., ooh, don't mess with her. She's taking right out. <laughs> so are there other cases uh, or examples that you can talk about on how well um, this product works in stressed environments? Sure. Um, well, I think heat stress is probably the most, um, I think the most obvious for a lot of people is like, how do you manage and how do you mitigate heat stress, especially in controlled environments? So, you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent for controlled environment because it's a sustain, like for the sustainability of it, outdoor isn't always functional for all crops. So there's, there's, I'm split between the two, um, from an indoor environment, obviously the heat stress is a big part. Um, if a plant is better able to self-regulate, it can tolerate sudden swings in temperature and humidity and, and, and things like that. But also in controlled environment, you have, uh, because you are controlling the environment, that if things do go awry, uh, now you have pathogenic issues that can reap up and you have like fusarium and uh, Pythium and botrytis that are omnipresent in commercial environments, and that if your plants have a better immunity and can regulate itself better, they're more adept at being able to fend off pathogens. So that's one factor. There's other things that you can step in to support, and like inoculations and different things. But by incorporating humic and velvic, you're sort of creating a baseline that the plant is going to be a, be able to better regulate itself. In, in those times of stress, uh, and hopefully they're not long-term, but there are pockets of stress that the plants can then adjust back from. In outdoor environments, you're now dealing with all of the elements. So wind, rain, hail, and especially wind can be really problematic for row crops and things like that, where they need a stronger root development to get into the ground, not only for accessing nutrients, but holding the plant up in times of stress and wind. So we found that there's instances where you can see um, treated and untreated where a wind, like in row crops for corn, for example, where wind has barreled through in a region and the untreated uh, corn, for example, has just toppled over because they don't have a strong enough root mass and they don't have enough integration in deeper into the soil. Whereas in the treated sections, it, they, they may look battered and bruised, but they're still standing. So the resiliency to the environment um, in outdoor crops uh, is definitely there. Uh, their crop formation as well, um, the temperature fluctuations, um, all of those things are, are kind of, there's, there's some similarities in the outdoor and indoor, but the wind is the bigger part challenge in the outdoor. And if you're dealing with row crops, uh, for example, wind is a big issue because it can take down a field in no time, depending on where regionally you are. Um, I'm also finding in uh, orchards that we are seeing sort of year after year, you do see an improve, improvement in the production, especially post stress. You can 
stimulate the plant that in, in big times of stress, like under the heat dome, some plants or orchards, like the trees are either going to root down to find more moisture or they're going to bud. So you're going to have one, they're going to go in either direction. They're either going to go to the roots or they're going to go to propagating for the next season. Um, but whatever you do this year is what you're going to see next year. So when we can see that compound benefit, we see that overall growth. Usually in the outdoor environment, what we really try to look for is um, improvement within the soil. So we're looking at what is their current CEC, what is the soil composition, what's their organic matter ratio at right now, and how can we look to improve that so that it's overall year over year going to improve how that plant or that tree that is going to pull up its nutrients and, and produce for the following year. So yeah, in times of stress, there's, there's a lot of things that you cannot control. So our goal is to try to alleviate some of those stress and give a bigger window for um, recovery, but also for uh, the, in, in situations of a controlled environment that the team can get in and make the adjustments that are necessary to bring things back to where they need to be. I love that you went to the secondary things, right? The, the primary stress opens the door for all kinds of other things to come in now and cause, you know, secondary tertiary problems that, you know, again, if the plant had been just strong enough to survive that one event, you were not dealing with the, the, the continued consequences of that event. So yeah. I'm so glad I was hoping you were going to go there because a lot of people, you know, I, I'm just, I want to thank you because you, your depth of knowledge is incredible and clearly you, you're passionate about it and it shows and, and the way you're speaking, as well as the ability for you to share the knowledge back. Because, you know, nobody gets the fact that, that again, that, that you have a stressed event, you can recover. You're not going to just start chasing it and fighting it the whole way down the, to the, you know, the negative end that you're going to end up in. So, yeah. 